This is the Summit Life Ministries audio experience. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Age Changer Show brought to you by Summit Life Ministries. My name is David Furrow. This is my dad, Lynn Furrow. This is my mom, Carmen Furrow. As we always say, our mission at Summit Life is to elevate, equip, and empower. Elevate the church's vision to see through God's eternal purpose. Equip believers to live with an eternal perspective as they passionately pursue their upward call in Christ. And empower believers to live supernatural lifestyles in faith-filled obedience. Now, Dad, yesterday we finished the second part of Hastening the Day. And I know as we've been talking, today we're going to talk about what keeps us from accelerating is our addiction to time and what we need to do to break that. And so uh, just to save time, we're just going to accelerate right into it okay. and uh, give it to you. <laughs> yeah, we spent some time talking about uh, that we have a role to play in the return of Jesus Christ. And that the Lord invites us to quicken our pace, to be a people that are spiritually ready and on the move, that we are forerunners that prepare a highway for our God mm-hmm. and uh, bring about the return of the King in collaboration and cooperation with him. I know that he longs to return. Yes, yeah. he does. And he wants the same passion longing that he has for us to return Mm -hmm. to see the full consummation of what he initiated when he left this planet over 2000 years ago he wants to see a church that carries the same burden of vision that Mm -hmm. he has for us and and my heart is moved by that because there is a dream that he conceived of in his heart for us in relationship in union with him and he is going to see it come to pass there will be a generation that will love him the way he loves us and that will live out faith-filled wholehearted obedience unto him and so we spent kind of two sessions that we are not a people that are just waiting on jesus but no we're waiting with earnest expectation And we're allowing that hope to guide us in intensified action, in faith, uh, hastening the day of the Lord. But what I want to do now is I want to focus on what is it that is preventing us from picking up speed? What is it that hinders the church to move into spiritual acceleration? I know in one of our sessions last week, we just talked about the high cost of not changing, Mm -hmm. not embracing growth processes. But I really want to become more specific of what has really just slowed the pace down. Now, when I was uh, a boy, I grew up primarily in East Central Indiana, and In our region, there was a living history community that was called Connor Prairie. And so every elementary school child uh, in Indiana did this pilgrimage where they went to Connor Prairie and you were able to experience what life was like for early pioneers uh, that ventured westward into Indiana. Yeah. And and basically they had three distinct p- 
periods there. One was the very earliest uh, connection of uh, of um, early American frontiersmen that were building fur trading posts and encountering Native Americans and their engagement interaction together. But then there was the the moment of time that they were trying to capture of when settlements began to emerge and 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 frontiersmen turned into pioneers that were settlers okay. that began to build the first villages and communities. And then there was one that was more in the late 1800s of what life looked like after the Civil War. And so I can remember going there. Um, matter of fact, we went there several times uh, as a child. And I can remember going there that when you entered uh, into that space, it was like being transported back in time. Yeah. Because all these people were engaged in, in those activities of that period of time. They had the clothing, the dress. Uh, they were laboring in, in certain skill sets and occupations of that era of time. So there was the potter. There was the, you know, the, the blacksmith. Yeah. Uh, they were cooking using that level of Dutch ovens and open fire and and things like that. And so I, I, I also remember going into the one uh, room schoolhouse and the teacher <laughs> threatening us, you know, with the ruler over our hands yeah. if we talked out of turn. And, and But in some ways, because I love history uh, and I consider myself an amateur historian, I loved going back there. So what, it never failed. Every time that we went there, there was always someone, because you always have a comedian in the group. There was always one of us or one of my fellow students where we would try to ask a question of contemporary times, and we would try to interject our times into these living historians. And, and what they would do is they would not get off the script. I mean, they were in character. So like if you brought up a political figure or a sports figure or or some event that was happening in our contemporary times and you talked to them, they would look at you with this puzzled expression and they would say, you're not from around here, are you? And, and they would say, you have some strange ideas because sometimes you'd see their technology and you would see artisans at work doing what artisans did in that day. And you would say, wouldn't it be much easier if you had this? And they would go, man, you're weird. You got some strange <laughs> ideas. Well, I find, and I said this last week, that I find that the church in much the same way has stayed in epics and eras of church history. Mm -hmm. Somehow we've gotten trapped. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is a time trap. It is like a time warp. And many Christians are more interested in becoming um, historians, religious historians, mm -hmm. and reenactors, where we reenact the same epic of church history over and over again. 
And what it has done is it's put the church into a form of religious slavery, religious bondage. Now, I have emphasized, and sometimes, as you know me, when I teach, I say that repetition brings revelation. And a text that I keep on repeating, and I'm going to go ahead and read it specifically today, is found in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 5. And in this chapter, we're told to not lay again the foundations of of the original uh, building blocks for maturity, but to move on to maturity. Embrace greater growth in Christ. Grow up into Christ. Don't keep on just going back and rehearsing the elementary principles all over again. Because he said there's a danger if you do that. Yeah. Uh, it's important to know the building blocks for maturity. It's important to have that foundation. But as you know, if we were home builders and we were contracted to build a home for somebody, if I kept on relaying the foundation over and over again, we would have some clients that would fire us after a while. Because the point is, is to set the foundation, make sure the foundation is properly set, properly built having the the right width and depth to Mm -hmm. it. But the point of a foundation is then to frame and to progress and build something upon it. And so one of the things that the writer of Hebrews talks about is he said, if we get stuck in, 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 in stages of perpetual infancy, or we keep regressing and having God having to reteach us over and over and over again, there is a warning that he gives to us about that type of spirituality that gets stuck or a, is regurgitated or reenacted over and over again. He said, I, w- I want you to know that after a while, He said that God will not be able to renew you or take you where you need to go. And then he admonishes them in this passage of scripture. He goes, you have been enlightened. You've tasted of the heavenly gift. You have shared in the Holy Spirit and you've tasted of the goodness of the word of God. But then he also makes the statement, you've tasted of the powers of the age to come. Now, being enlightened means that I now have eyes to see and perceive. I have spiritual faculties that allow me to interact with the unseen realm, to hear and to um, see what God uh, is wanting to reveal to me, speak to me, show me. Uh, We taste of the good word of God where God is nourishing us in a daily basis for growth and vitality and life and maturity. We've received the heavenly gift of salvation, and we've partaken of the Holy Spirit, which is our helper that guides us and leads us somewhere. He's leading us into all truth, not some truth, and that truth is Jesus. Mm -hmm. He is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. But then it says this. He allows us, by being enlightened, by tasting of the good word of God, being filled with the Holy Spirit, being a partaker of the Holy Spirit, we're allowed to step outside of this age. 
we're able to step outside of time, that which is linear and temporal, that which is confined to a time and a space, limited to a time and a space. But God allows us to step outside of time and space, the dimension of time and space, and to experience eternal things, heavenly realities, eternal certainty, those things that are not temporal, but those things are eternal. So long after this planet is gone and everything in it, there is an unseen realm Mm -hmm. that uh, exists and will continue to exist beyond time forever for what we say, for eternity. And God allows us to partake of the age to come. Now, why would he permit us to do that? Is it to just awaken us? Like if I saw a child uh, and I had a bowl of candy and we have some we have some candy here on the table and I saw a, a child and I just dangled the candle uh, candy in front of the child. You guys would accuse me of torture. You would say, give that candy to that child. Why would you show that child candy and then not give it to them? Or me. <laughs> or you. <laughs> I think all of us at this table, we love candy. Uh, that's why we have this bowl with some candy in it. And it's mostly empty. And it's mostly empty. This was full when we started last week. Now there are three pieces left. And then mom put in some breath mints. Thank God. Because she knew that I, I was going to be speaking a lot. And she goes, I want to give you a hint. But going back to my point, the, the, the allowing us to have a foretaste of mm-hmm. glories divine, of the powers of the age to come, was to awaken something within us that we would realize that we're not born for time, but we were born for eternity. And that as we allow eternity to affect us, it then begins to change us and we begin to forerun, not relive this age, old age, over and over again, but we begin to break out of time and we begin to reflect and express eternal things in time. Yeah. And so that is the point. So if you would would ask me the question, you know, what do you believe is the greatest time trap for the church? It's our addiction to time. It is our bondage and, and bondage, and sorry, I was going to go ahead and say say what I was going to say now. It is a bond to an age, a chain or an attachment or a tie to a specific age. The reason why God says, I'm going to let you foretaste of the age that is to come is because I want you to change the age. I want you to begin the bridge from the old age of what you have known and its limitations and in, in its in its limitation of time and space. And I want you to break out of those limitations and I want you to begin to interact, interface with that the eternal realm to where this age begins to fade away. This age begins to literally fall apart and disintegrate 
as God brings about the reality of a new creation. And we are the ones that are partakers. We're the first fruits of that. All of creation needs to, to experience the touch of heaven back upon the earth. But it's going to come through us as we begin to be partakers of the age to come. Now, if you would, I want you to go over with me to Romans chapter 8. And I want us to see what God has liberated us from. And Paul encourages us to understand the new realities that are set for us in the new birth, in the new creation. He says this in verse 14. He says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. Thank you, God. For you did not receive the spirit, and my translation says slavery, to fall back into fear. But most English translations say you've not received the spirit of bondage, a chain to an age, a tie to an age. God has freed us from the spirit of bondage so that we could come into the glorious liberty of the sons of God, that now we have been liberated to be led into truth by the Holy Spirit, Mm -hmm. that I don't have to just continue to repeat cycles of bondage, cycles of time, that we no longer a people are of wilderness wandering, where we just repeat the same things over and over again. But now... Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty that we are breaking free from those things that attached us and tied us to this age, breaking forth into liberty as we're led by the Holy Spirit. Let me finish this passage as we um, conclude today. It says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of bondage to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Now it tells us what is the primary thing that enslaves us back and chains Mm -hmm. us to this age. It's the fear, and it's a very specific fear. It's a primary fear that is a Lord over all other fears. And it's the fear of loss. And we'll pick that up next week uh, or tomorrow in the next episode. Thank you, Dad. That was great. Guys, thank you for being with us today. If you want to find out more about Summit Life, you can see us at summitlifeministries.com. If you'd like to get more content, you can see us at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Please follow us, subscribe. Uh, Also, leave your comments uh, for our uh, episode today. We want to see what questions that you have. Again, we are going to be doing a question and answer on every Friday. And so we need your questions. So feel free to leave those in the comments or feel free like you did last week to uh, direct message us. But thank you guys again for being with us today and God bless. What's up, everybody? This is Josh Furrow from the Summit Life Ministries team. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review and have a blessed week.